Thank you for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning, as we're continuing through the Bible, we're looking at 2 Kings chapter 19. In this chapter, the book of 2 Kings shifts its focus from the northern kingdom, or Israel, to looking at the events happening in the southern kingdom, or the, the nation known as Judah. Now remember, after the death of Solomon, the nation of Israel split into two different nations. The top ten tribes went to the north, and they were called the nation of Israel, and then the two tribes of Benjamin and Judah in Jerusalem made up the southern kingdom called Judah. Israel, the northern kingdom, had nothing but wicked kings. Every king they had was an idol worshiper, was uh, violent against God's people, and so they were, they were led by a bunch of wicked, wicked men. The southern kingdom fared a little bit better. They had about 20 kings, and about eight of them were good, godly kings. And in chapter 19, Judah is under the rule of Hezekiah, one of the godly kings of the nation of Judah. And he gives word that an Assyrian general named Sarachnib is coming down to Jerusalem to attack Judah. And he's very concerned about this because the Assyrian army was a massive army and they had already destroyed the northern kingdom. And so he's very concerned about this. He sends some generals to kind of make peace. And Sennacherib basically sends a letter back to Hezekiah saying, don't think that your God's going to save you. We've destroyed every nation we've come across and their gods couldn't save them and your God's not going to save you. So Hezekiah, he prays to God for God to deliver them. Look what he prays in verse 19. Now therefore, O Lord our God, I beseech thee, save thou us out of his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you are the Lord God, even you only. And it's an incredible story. Uh, Sennacherib and the Assyrians come down and they try to attack Jerusalem, but God delivers Jerusalem, delivers the nation of Judah, delivers Hezekiah in an incredible way. And this is a beautiful picture of things that God does throughout the Bible, but also the reason he does it. Hezekiah says, God, save us. But his prayer goes deep in that. He doesn't say, God, save us because we're scared. God, save us because we're your children. God, save us because we've got so much to do. God, save us because we don't want to be taken prisoner. He says, God, save us that the world may know that you are the one true God. Whenever God does a work in our life, He does it for the purpose of revealing Himself to the lost and dying world. That's one of the main reasons He saved us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah, He sent Jesus to come and pay for our sins and atone for our sins and take the, the handwriting of ordinance against us and nail it on His cross and pay our sin debt. But once He saves us, He expects us to do more than just go to heaven when we die. We are to share the gospel with everyone we can. We are to share the work that God has done in our life to everybody we can so that He can receive glory. Save us, God, so that you can receive honor and glory. So the world will see your mercy, your grace, your love, your provision, and your power. You are here to show the world how good God is. You are here to show the lost world that God loves them, that God cares for them, that God died for them, that God rose again for them to pay their sin debt so they can be 
draft, grafted in and adopted in the family of God just like we were. Let's make that our life. Let's make that our prayer. God, save us. Use us so that we can glorify you. Use us so we can show the world that you're the one true God. Thanks so much for joining us for our word of the day. Be back here tomorrow as we continue through the Bible. Have a blessed day.